Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hello, everybody. That was Jeff Cigars. Jeff, Jeff Cigars? That was Jeff, Jeff Mitchell's favorite fat cigar. Fat cigar. Fat cigar. Fat cigar. It's fat favorite cigar. We're not just blowing smoke coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio headquarters here in Londonderry, New Hampshire, right from the 724 Lounge. Yeah, if you're watching the show live on Facebook or YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to it after the fact on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Google, iTunes, wherever you found this podcast, make sure you fit. fit. Make sure you fit it. I'm tired. I'm tired today, guys. And it's only, been a long, long weekend. Only YouTube tonight. Facebook wasn't wasn't uh, acceptable. It's not cooperative. Mm. Wow. Well, well wherever you get it, wherever you stream it. Everyone wants Make sure you hit a like. YouTube anyway. Make sure you hit a like, baby. YouTube's the big thing. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't ever miss a thing. Ring that bell. Pastor Padron. We've got Nicotine. We've got Dave and Confused. Uh, Pat is MIA tonight. Yep. And, he's um, got homework to do. Yep. It's It happens in law school. Yeah. Lots of it, <laughs> from my understanding, from what he's told me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see him up here, you know, and... Days after days after days well, of If you were in law study. school and didn't get a lot of homework, I really wouldn't trust a law system <laughs> like those people should <laughs> should be burdened with study. But but Pat's they the, need to know their stuff. Pat's a very smart individual. He is. He'll, yes, he'll get yes, it done. So yeah. I mean he's he's uh he's grinding hard and he's got some promising uh internships and he's got some promising uh promising future in uh in uh being a lawyer for the industry i don't yep. know if uh yep. if that's too soon to speak but no i think he's made it public so yeah so i mean i i i root for him 100 yeah. percent, man and i i hope yeah. he uh i hope one day we'll be able to have mm-hmm. him on the show and you know he can tell us all the crazy cases and stuff like that that he works on and he starts his own firm and everything awesome. like that so you know hopefully mm-hmm. man but mm-hmm. yeah he announced it on instagram so Oh, nice. I, I think that's mm-hmm. that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Cool. I think we can say he's got an internship with the PCA. Yeah. And we're very happy for him, very excited for him, and yeah. what's going on with that. And uh, we have a big Drew Estate event coming up this week. And, big, big, big. Uh, in part because of that, we decided to do a review on this, the Liga Pravada H99 Toro. Um if you go to Jonathan, if you go to Jonathan Drew's uh, website, you know, um, uh, Drew Estate, DrewEstate.com, or if you go to Half Wheel, you'll find a quote from him about uh, this cigar. And he says, the H99 Connecticut Corojo is the triumphant result of hybridity, including hybridity. traits of dysfunction, functionality, flexibility, adaptability survival replicability and most importantly procreation procreation Not, and after listening to that you're, you're wondering oh are we smoking a cigar yeah are we? like what are we you doing? know in all my 26 years of experience as a tobacco man i have never witnessed a tobacco hybridization with the depth and body of this stock cut habano and connecticut corojo leaf whoa so it is Tall a order. Uh, it is a hybrid uh, Corojo seed, uh, and while I could not find anything confirming it, you know I believe the H stands for hybrid, and mm. the ninety nine is the Corojo ninety nine seed. Um, it's uh, and it's a uh, even if you're wrong, it's still pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it features a Mexican San Andres Negro binder and Honduran. And Nicaraguan fillers. The Toro is a six by fifty-two. This was the first cigar in that series that has been released. We've now have the 
Robusto, and just lately we got the uh, Papas Fritas version. Yes, we did. So it's a Corojo Bana hybrid? Wow, okay, that just sunk in, realizing that they were with both parts of the plants together, you know, like, oh. <laughs> like that's... Uh... Both parts of the plant? Well, you know, never mind, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Parts Dave. of both plants. Whatever. Whatever part they chose. Well, it's a hybrid. It's, it's a hybrid. You're, well, talking, what you you're talking they DNA, didn't just take, Dave. They didn't just... Well, that's what it, I mean. You make it sound like they took the leaf from this one and that's the stock from you this one and put that's, it together. That's how you do it in plant can, in the, when you're hybridizing. That's how they made, uh, like, you know, seedless, like, freaking oranges. You know? They, you cut you cut the, uh, the, the stock off and, and you grow it, or, like, the stem, and you grow the fruit from that, and it won't bear fruit because it didn't, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't from that. Let's uh, leave so the like, the uh, hybrid but like you the can, hybrids to the professionals. Like Dave. Uh, you take a you know a branch off of one tree, cut a, some bark off on another species of tree, stick it there, and it'll literally grow out of it. And if it grows seeds on that on that branch, there'll be a hybrid, and you can grow it from that. And that's how you get a hybrid. Like the, it's really like Frankenstein. Interesting. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. So, Danny. I mean, you can do the science and do all the freaking DNA stuff and mix the gene in, but it's a lot easier I know to rip science. a stem off. I'm just not sure that stick the, it there. the science like you described is the science exactly <laughs> involved in doing what's going on. Probably not. No, but um, you can't. What is the um, pairing with this tonight? We got some Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. BT in the house, yo. Oh, I love the, the room note on this. You mean the nose? The nose. Mm. This is very delicious. Oh, yes. I mean, this is We're Joe... not sounding very with it tonight. No, mm. this is Joe Rogan's favorite whiskey. Mm. Oh, nobody's perfect. Hmm. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty it's good. It's pretty stuff. damn good. Doesn't um. No, Buffalo Trace is good. Well, Buffalo Trace is good. Doesn't um Blanton's get made out of the same distillery? I want to say yes, but that's I... not my area of expertise. Mm. I want to say yes. Cigar Hack Dave is in the house, and he says, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. My favorite is uh, Contradiction Bourbon Smooth Ambler. That's a good one. That's my ultimate favorite. Yeah, they're both around the same price point. Mm. They're not bad. I mean, the, the price point on this is like 50, 60 bucks uh, mm -hmm. for a bottle up here in New Hampshire. And I mean, it's it's damn good. I mean, it's, it's superb. Very it's also very hard to find. Yes. Uh, Daniel, what are you looking for? The, the show notes? Yeah, I got them. All right. All right. Let's kick this them. off. Let's kick the shingdig off. Yep. Let's go. All right. So September 14th and 15th, we've got yep. the Drew Estate event going on here at Twins. And uh, it's from uh, 5 to 7 over at Hooksit on the 14th. 4 to 7. And um, over here at Londonderry on the 15th, it is 5 to 9. And there's going to be all sorts of uh, specials and deals and swag and the swag. New swag. The swag is uh, Liga. Swag <laughs> the swag. Your going to hit you with the ashtray in a minute. The swag is uh, based off of Liga 99. Okay. Okay. Liga 99. I can't talk. H99. No, it's it's just Liga. It's just Liga Pravada. There's. <laughs> Look. Are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. This this show. What sucks. do so? What do we? It doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't what suck. do we have? What do we have for the swag? What kind of stuff do we have for the swag for the people that are want to know and that are going to be coming to the event? There's O9 and T52 cigar holders. O9. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. O9. They're calling it O9. Okay. O9. They're changing it up. All they're right. Changing it up. Right. There's watch boxes. Watch. Watch boxes. boxes. Mm. Clocks. With that T52 or uh, number nine logo on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are also, I believe, um, uh, there cigar, cigar cutters. Oh, cigar, cigar cutters would go with that too. Yep. And uh, I believe we're having a cookout or something, right? I don't know. I've heard that from the event coordinator that. No, there I'm, might be a little bit, well, might be, yeah, training. maybe, mm -hmm. that there might be some food getting cooked on the grill. That would be I, awesome. 
oh, I heard that, and then I had to go to uh, help a customer, yep. so I didn't really, um, really finish that conversation with Ken. Mm. So hopefully, at some point in time, we'll be able to uh, know for sure mm-hmm. if we're going to have some sort of tailgate cookout type of deal. Yep. Um, but that'd be pretty cool. But I believe there there are going to be some raffles. I know yeah. that's true. We're yes. giving away we waffle, uh, we waffle. a T fifty two humidor. Oh really? Mm. Yep. We're raffling a T fifty two humidor. That's a nice. That'll be fun, and um, all sorts of cigars. You know, so you buy five cigars, you'll get a a Drew Estate uh, branded cigar. You buy ten, and uh, you get. Um, two cigars and then some more swag you buy a box and you get different stuff you buy two boxes you get everything mm. two or more boxes you get all the swag the watch box the clock the cigar stand and the cutter what's the uh how big are the clocks they're wall clocks oh so they're fuck oh excuse me so they're easy huge. easy with the f-bomb young man fudging mm-hmm. fudging huge mm. yes it's yes. fudging huge, but oh my goodness! So that's what's going on now. I and that's why we chose to have the cigar tonight. We were going to have Nick Laramie on, but he's yes. out of he's out of state. He had a friend who's um, not doing well tonight, and um, we went to visit him. Hearts are with uh, you, Nick. Yeah, we're thinking about you and your friend. Absolutely, and um, hope everything turns out okay. I'll be honest; this is the first time I've ever had an H ninety nine. Really? This is the first time I've had this size. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've, the only time that I've, I, and I had one last night, and it was, it didn't really perform, and I was kind of upset because I like Ligas. Mm-hmm. I, the T52, the 9, I think the T52 is probably my favorite, but I had the Robusto, I was kind of excited, and it didn't perform, and I was kind of upset because I was like, damn, I was really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't perform, and it was kind of plugged, and it didn't burn well. And I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with it. And I had it, it. I got it from the humidor, and I'm like, all right, that's not good. So I was really kind of looking forward to this, and this one definitely is is better? 100% better. Yeah, yeah it draws, draws perfect. Great. It's, I mean, the construction, the burn line, everything. I mean, the taste is phenomenal. Um, a little bit, I think it's a little bit more spicy but subtle than the T52. Um, obviously more spicy than the nine, but I mean, it's got some interesting complexity to it mm. and it's just, it's wonderful. Some earth, some spice, yeah, some like sweetness, a... there's some, some, uh, wait, I, come back to me on the, on the last tasting note, but I mean, there's some, there's some really nice things going on with this thing, mm. especially with the Mr. Buffalo whiskey here. Yeah. No, it's pairing great with the, with the Buffalo trace. Yeah. One of the things I love about Ligas is that oily sheen that's on all oh, of those yeah. cigars. I mean, it's just... The it, baby you know, oil? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard they dunk uh, them in baby smoke. oil. <laughs> well, <laughs> <man>. Vegetable oil. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not spread stuff like that around. Blue smoke there. But it certainly is It certainly is very oily there. Um, oh, I get like this rich, cedary, woody taste. Mm. Yeah, with a little, little sweetness, you know, a little spice. Um well, earth and earth and leather. Mm. Um, it's just, and it's very, it's, it's a very creamy and viscous smoke to me. Like it's a thick smoke. Oh yeah. I definitely think it is a lot more flavor in this for me personally than the fifty twos. I think the nines to me are more like it's like a like a like more like chocolate like. Yeah. Cacao chocolate. Cacao. 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 I see. There's I see. definitely there's definitely a, a, a good spice to this that the other two uh, it's kinda have. absent there, yeah. This yeah. one definitely does. I think it's part of the Corojo coming through in it. Oh it definitely oh, of is. Of course. You you're you're doing a Corojo. Habano making a, a hybrid. Yeah, a I feel hybrid. like you get the creaminess from the Havano and you get the spice from the Corojo. You can, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's kind of what they were going for. That's kind of, kind of a different thing on the market. You don't really see a lot of people trying to do a hybridization of mm-hmm. a Corojo and a Habano. They usually just, that's it. They just mm-hmm. kind of keep them separate. Um, 
but to do it and I still can't get over Jonathan's thing of it's the perfect balance of functionality and dysfunctionality um, <laughs> what, is, what does what that, does that mean? mean you know yeah. it's, it's you know like... what that means <laughs> uh, no, no it's probably... supposed to be dysfunctioning like I don't, that I don't it's know. exactly how I designed it it's like I don't know you know it's like I don't know you know <laughs> perfect that is, that's, that that's is what it. you just said uh, maybe they were trying to go with something yeah. maybe they were trying to make something out of nothing? Uh, no. Obviously, they were trying to do something, but I mean, maybe they're, this was not their intention. Maybe this was something that came from a mistake. And they said, damn, this is actually pretty good. Let's run with it. <laughs> you put your chocolate in white peanut butter. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and they're like, wow. This works. This works. This oh, works. <laughs> it could possibly end up like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a beautiful mistake if that's if that was the case. In his uh, experiment, I suppose oh, it's really good. I can yeah. understand why people. I can understand why people are hot for these. Mm. Um, very nice, very creamy, like that you said, Dave. Um, there's a lot of cedar notes and, and spice on it for me. Mm. Um, and the the burn on this one is perfect. Mine's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. perfect. You know, absolutely so, very good. Uh, let's do the uh, 724 flashback. 724 right. flashback. The 724 flashback, a weekly segment highlighting historical events brought to you by 724 Cigars. Smoke oh, yes. a piece of history. And uh, there was no need to look around for what to do tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously. It was 22 years ago today on September 11th. Ago? That uh, oh. the 9-11 terrorist attacks happened. Uh, four hijacked planes um uh two of them went into the uh two of the trade towers one uh hit the pentagon and a fourth that was uh supposedly heading to strike the white house of the capitol crashed because the um uh, passengers passengers said, no. said no way mm. and um it was the best and worst you know kind of a thing you know the worst and the worst terrorist event uh, um uh, attack on U.S. soil, and yet, you know, we all came together that day and and um, uh, helped people. I mean, it was amazing. Um, I lived in uh, central Jersey at the time, about an oh, hour outside really? of New York City. So for people living in New Jersey, it was really bad because <laughs> New York's an hour to the north. Yeah. You know, the... Um, Pennsylvania, where the other plane went down, mm. you know, to the south, you know, the Pentagon was, I mean, the, uh, Pennsylvania was to the west, pe and the Pentagon was to the south. So everything was happening all around us, and you could see the smoke rising from New York. Wow. Um, where we were, even though we we're like 50 miles away from New York. Wow. Um, it was crazy. Um and remember, there were those anthrax attacks. Yep. Do you remember that in the yep. post office? Mm -hmm. That was the post office where we got our mail. Oh, man. Um, I remember uh, a year or so later getting a package of irradiated mail. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, and, and, and them apologizing for it being irradiated. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was nuts. Crazy. Um, very weird times yeah i was in i was in freshman year i was in freshman year of high school uh in, in, of high school yeah it was 2001 wow. right yep yeah yep. i was in freshman year of high school and uh we saw we heard about it and we didn't think i didn't think that it was real i thought somebody was because i heard it from a couple of friends and i thought it was a joke. I was like, ah, that's stupid. What are you guys talking about? And then, I mean, they made, you know, the principal made the announcement um, that everybody stays in their classes. There was a, a national emergency, and the TVs that we had in the classrooms came on, and it showed the news, and it showed the second plane going into the, into the tower. Mm -hmm. And we were all like, oh, my God. And everything just stopped. And we... Yeah. They we continue watching it. They then they shut off the TVs because 
it was just you saw people coming you know jumping out of the buildings and stuff like that so um they shut off the tvs and then they made the announcement that everybody needed to go home mm -hmm. so we went home and I, yeah it was oh man was that a was that a day that was crazy i was that painting was a house you were painting a house i was painting a house i was working painting a house and we were listening to it on the radio we asked our boss if we could go home and he's like nope <laughs> keep painting. <laughs> keep painting. Yeah, so, man. That's that's what it was. You gotta mm -hmm. keep working. You know, keep working. Yep. Wow, that's crazy, man. How many? How many? How many? How many people lost their lives in that thing? It's almost three thousand, I think. Oh my god! And not to mention, not to mention after the, like, oh, the yeah. firefighters and police yep. and other people that helped yeah. that just died because of smoke inhalation yep. and, and everything else. Yeah, there. and all the chemicals and yeah, everything that were involved in the building and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, there was still, I mean, the, there's still people living with lung damage, um, uh, firefighters and police officers that are still trying to, you know, get better or whatnot. But, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Very, Steve very. Buscemi quit what he was doing to go down there and help because he was a fire Well, fire. yeah, he, he, I think it was what, he was just, he just retired from the story that I heard. He just retired from the fire department in New York. He was gaining traction being an actor. And what did he, that day handed in his badge and then he saw the, 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 the towers get hit and mm. he went back and he went, he jumped on the, on the truck that he, uh, that he worked on. Mm -hmm. the, the fire station they worked at and he mm -hmm. went and, and helped to you know helped out well that's crazy too man yep yeah. so like like literally everybody who could help helped and yeah. it was just mm -hmm. awesome to see like didn't matter all walks of life all professions everybody was you know like oh yeah they were willing to yeah they were willing to uh to get down there and to to yeah. do what they can i mean at the time i was working on little taste of cuba cigar yeah. shop and in, in Princeton, New Jersey, we sent boxes of cigars down to the, the firefighters and policemen, mm -hmm. um, and uh, um, you know, we had we had one regular guy who actually was the guy who would bring the boxes down there. He had a this is going to sound you know weird. He had a porta potty business, <laughs> but they had to set all that stuff up. These yep. are the things you have to set up in order to. Yeah. have everybody working down there and so he would come back you know every week and you know people have donated stuff you know cigars and, yeah. and things and you know we donated stuff from the store ourselves because uh, you could at the time thank you very much um but he would come back and give us updates about what he saw and what happened and you know you know like like seeing buckets you know, oh, wow. with, you know, ears are in this one, feet are in this one, you know, wow. that kind of thing. Where, you know, That's crazy. Just collecting everything and and oh, just wow. how horrific the whole thing was. Jeez. You know, it was, it was crazy. And um, imagine being the person who had to sort that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And people did. And it took, it took forever. Oh, know? God. Yeah, man. Crazy. Oh, you know, but we all, you know, it's, it, here it is. There aren't that many times I think in your life where you can think back and remember what you were doing at a particular event on a particular day. Yeah. This I is mean, one of those things. I mean, all know, of the young. I was, I was it's at like work that myself. Day. When you the space shuttle blew up. Like, you know, remember that? That That's the only other day. I where was, it's like, but I wasn't, I don't think I was alive then. Mm. Well, when did it happen? It was what? It was 80 something. When the shuttle. In the 80s. Yeah, I was a. I could probably remember that, mm. but yeah, I mean that event. No, I, mean, I was in high school, so. I mean all the all I think the it was kids. Eighty four, eighty five. All the kids that maybe that were born after two thousand one. I mean. I was in. I was in. They have no school. idea. I want you fact check it, Dave. That's what I'm gonna instead of uh, just throwing stuff out like <laughs> you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, man. To, you know, and then that sparked a, I mean, a huge influx of, of, of people signing up for the military because I was going to do that. I, mm -hmm. I had that, that urge to, you know, even though I was a freshman at the time. I mean, getting out, you know, I was playing football through high school and I wanted to do the whole college thing and play football, 
and I'm like, man, I don't have no money, and I don't have any, you know, I'm not able to get any scholarship or anything like that. So the whole thing at that point was it seemed right because of school and, yeah, to join the fight mm -hmm. because at that time it was 2002, 2003 was kind of ramping up for mm -hmm. a lot of the military action in overseas. So at that point, I mean, they were in my high school. I mean, when I was graduating in 2003, in my high school, they were recruiters. I mean, oh, yeah. they were everywhere. And people were just, I saw a couple of people, man, just signing, signing at the dotted line, man. They were 17 and a half, 18 years old. They were just signing on the dotted line. They're like, let's go. And I was, I was very tempted. And then uh, I decided not to. And I was like, eh, I'll go what, the what, other route. What made you decide not to? I'm just curious. Um, I don't question your patriotism. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, I was around 2002, the beginning of 2003, I was just getting into conspiracy theories about uh, Vietnam and the Cold War and the deep state. And I was like, eh, I may not want to be involved in this. So, yeah, I was uh, I was a little hesitant to say the least. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, I mean. It was what it was. You know, I went off to college. I played semi-pro football for a long time. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I regret it. So I was in law enforcement, so it was the next best thing, I suppose. Yep. Nope. Nothing wrong with that at all. No. Did you find anything, Dave? Yes. It was uh, January 28, 1986. Ah, I was one I years was old. In, I was in elementary school. I remember them wheeling the TV in because we were watching it. Mm -hmm. And then we saw it blow up because we were, you know, actually watching it take off. Yeah. You know, that was crazy. <laughs> wow. Yep. I do remember being in my science class watching that happen with Mrs. Breen. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Breen. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. But, you know, another example there, I remember where I was at that point. But, uh, you know, you were. I was almost one. Yeah. So, so I, you obviously, I you're agree. excused from I did not where remember. you were. Yes. Yeah, but 9-11 uh, is one of those dates where I haven't talked to anybody who can't remember what they were doing when that happened. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's a huge historical moment for the United mm -hmm. States. I mean, for the world, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, it happened in the biggest city in the world. So, I mean, it's... It's a, it's a worldwide event. So, I mean, it's crazy. And the world, I mean, after that, I mean, the United States went on a, uh, went on an assault in, in Europe. Not Europe, but... It, yeah, not it, Europe at all. Not Europe, but... Not even overseas. that continent. <laughs> no, but I mean... Middle East. But, Middle East. The, you know, the, the assault. I remember watching TV and watching on one of... They had it on the news where there were... They said they found Al-Qaeda and stuff like that and the Taliban or whatnot, and they were just bombarding a town. Mm. with. And it was night It was night vision um, uh, cameras and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, the hellfire that was going down on that town, yep. I mean, nothing could have survived what I was watching. It looked like yeah. a video game of modern, war modern warfare. I was like, oh. Oh my God, that what is inspired insane. Inspired so many of those games. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean the AC-130 vision. I mean night vision. The whole nine. I mean, it was wild watching those. Yeah, firefights. Yeah, it was crazy watching. You know the news channels put that on there, saying, yeah, "Oh, almost was... like Star Wars with the tracer rounds." You know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it was crazy, mm -hmm. man. It was just I, I was just blown away. Very true. Blown away, man. But my heart goes out to all those, all the family members that mm -hmm. lost, that lost, you know, people yep. in the towers, in the planes. And both of those planes came, or all three of those planes flew out of Logan, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The four planes did, yeah. And, um, you know, I had, um, I didn't have any friends who personally, you know, died you know, in the trade towers, but I did have friends who worked at the trade towers mm. and I did have friends who, you know, knew people who worked at the, who did die. Um, 
one of my friends, um, his dad owned a business that was in one of those towers and, um, they were supposed to go in that day. And then at the last minute decided not to, because they wanted to go look at a, at purchasing a car. And so mm. it was kind of a, one of these emotional decisions. Well, we'll just go into work. You know, his dad owned the company he could do what he wanted and they didn't go. <laughs> and wow. everybody he, who worked for him died. Oh, in Jesus. The, in the thing. Imagine and it was that. Just, and the, you know, working through the, the shock of that and, you know, there's a guilt there that survivor's guilt. Yeah, survivor's yeah. guilt. Why did I? Why did they? And, why did it happen? Yeah, it, it was just crazy. Oh, crazy business. Crazy business. So, um, let's get back to the cigar for a minute. Yeah, because we're already you know over thirty minutes into the podcast. If you can believe it. Whoa. What's what has it changed at all for you? Are you still enjoying it? Yeah. Um, is it still burning good? Is it still pairing well with the uh, Buffalo Trace? Mm. What do you think? I mean, the cigar and the drink has gotten better mm. over over the course of thirty minutes that we've been recording. Um, I mean, it's it's true statement. I've other than the exception of having that bad robusto yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, in any cigar that you're going to pick up, whether it be a Padron, whether it be a 724, whether it be a Perdomo, I mean, you're going to run into one bad stick. And I don't mean bad in a, you know, oh, this thing is garbage or whatever. There's always going to be something wrong with it. It's handmade. It's a handmade product. Yeah. It's it's They're understandable. I understand that. Some cool. people out there don't understand that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're handmade products. It's understandable. But, I mean... This is, I mean, this is this is Drew State, man. I've never really had a bad Drew State. Mm. I mean, the other undercrowns, the undercrown tens, the Hoyas. Mm. I love. I mean, it, yeah. all of them, man. The Papa Frito, even the Asses, which I'm not a big fan of. I mean, they make a good cigar, and this is no exception. This is a great yep. cigar, and it pairs very well with the Buffalo Trace. You know what I mean? Got a message from Rod. Rod, yeah. what we got, baby? He said, "Good evening, memorializing 9/11 today." Uh, Gen, let's see, Gender Newfoundland is a three-and-a-half-hour drive from here, and many planes landed there on 9-11. They, they actually made a musical out of it called uh, Come From Away, mm. and it did really well on uh, Broadway. Mm. Uh, he was arguing a case in court when, when it happened. So when the morning, during the morning recess, someone told them about it, and the judge turned on the TV, and they adjourned for the day. Huh. Cool, man. Cool, baby. That's very, yeah, just more proof that um, even even out of the country, people, you know, knew, mm. knew can remember what they were doing when that happened. Yeah. It was a major, major event. Um, so I'm enjoying the cigar. I think mm. it's I think it's good. I, I, you know, it's the first time I've had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely smoke it again. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, now that let that said, you know, anything that says Liga Pravada on it, people just <laughs> freaking run out to get. Yeah. And they're all people are always asking There's for some it. fanboys out and, there. Yeah. Well, this is one of those, <coughs> excuse me, brands where. Well, that's one of those things where people will be like, you got any Liga? And you're like, no, not today. And they'll walk out. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's that you got that kind of a following with it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's that, and it, it's that even if the cigar, you know, was, you know, not that great, you put a Liga band on it, and all of a sudden everybody wants it. You, you know what I mean? It's it's true. It, the brand has that kind of pull. Yeah, not say, absolutely. It, don't get me wrong. That's not what they do. But the if they did, they could. it would still sell. It would still sell, yeah. I mean, you think but at about the same it, time, that's got to be nerve-wracking, you know? Because if they don't come up with something that the mass majority of people yeah. they don't know the palates of, well, I'm pretty know, sure. Gonna... I mean, I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure that they have people's palates kind of dialed, uh, dialed in. in at this point. But I mean, yeah, I guess you can probably say that there is some pressure in the company or on on Mr. Drew himself about what's going to be coming out next. What's the next thing? 
it is it gonna be the best thing is it gonna jump in with the legal line is, is it gonna be another size or flavor of an undercrown or is it gonna be another hoya or acid i mean obviously running a company you gotta have that responsibility there's gonna be some pressure on them you know what i mean but i mean they've been doing it pretty damn well since league has been coming out so mm-hmm. i mean keep keep it going baby keep it going all right we're ready to do the uh, pipe let's kick switch it switch over switch let's, over to the pipe tobacco let's give it the old switcheroo we are doing this this is the 703 briary blend 703 <laughs> I can't wow, six, talk today. 603 Briary Blend, today. 603 Roast. 724 Briary Blend, 603 Roast. Dang it. There it is. <laughs> it is the fifth and final blend uh, that is coming out in the uh, Briary Blend series, at least for right now. And uh, let me read you what it says on the tin. Named for the New Hampshire state area code 603 Roast is an aromatic made with a traditional black Cavendish and Dominican cigar leaf with notes of a smoky, sweet cream, dark cocoa, and espresso. Uh, It's manufactured uh, for 724 by Cornell and Deal. It was blended by uh, Jeremy Reeves. Um, Certainly an aromatic pipe tobacco, Cavendish, and Dominican cigar leaf, uh, chocolate and coffee flavorings. It's a ribbon-cut tobacco. And... um, I am not a big aromatic guy. I don't smoke a lot of aromatics, period. I, I was a cigar smoker before I was a pipe smoker. And, you know, so I, I want to taste tobacco. Mm. Um, and then combine that with when I do have aromatic tobaccos, very often there's kind of this artificial waxy kind of flavor that you get on the finish you know as as you're smoking it so even if you're getting the flavor of the tobacco whether it's cherry or hazelnut or coffee it's almost like that kind of thing you get from like an artificially flavored drink you know when it's like saccharin or something like that you get like that medicine-y type thing but it's different but it's like the you know what i mean It's, it's like the wax from like you remember those those lip candies that you had growing up mm-hmm. i was just thinking you know, that it's that kind of thing yeah it's that kind of thing I got and you. it's and uh, uh this doesn't have that to me it doesn't i was very this hesitant doesn't on it. have that to me and yeah. and you know a lot of aromatics you know frankly and maybe it's because of the the chemical process or whatever that mo- a lot of companies use or whatever because <laughs> it ain't natural in there um, I'd get headaches. I'd, you know, it just wasn't, it's just not enjoyable for me. But I can smoke this. I taste the coffee. Mm. I get that little hint of cocoa in there. But you can taste the tobacco. I don't get that waxy aftertaste. Mm. It's very creamy. It's very nice. And it's, it's just a really good aromatic tobacco. Mm. To me, anyway. Wow, this is... Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. This is the this is the first time I've had this. Really? Yeah, I haven't had it. I was kind of like I said, I was hesitant. I'm not a coffee guy. I'm a big chocolate guy, but I'm mm-hmm. not a coffee guy, and I'm kind of do aromatics once in a while. I mean, yeah, I've done. Guy, yeah. uh, I've done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the autumn evening is not really. Con- I don't really consider autumn evening a, a, a aromatic. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean. I don't. I mean, I. I why? Why not? It definitely is. I know it is. I just don't consider it. Doesn't smoke like an aromatic, though. Right. Right. That's it doesn't the thing. Give you that. That's another one of those tobaccos that does not give me the waxy Wax yeah. taste. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't smoke like an aromatic, even mm-hmm. though I know what it is. But I mean, it doesn't really. It doesn't ghost your pipe either. Mm-hmm. So you can smoke that, and then usually right after, I'm smoking really nice English blend. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really pleasant. Um, but this one is really nice. I mean. Like I said, I was hesitant. a good pipe for it, too. Like, the, I usually smoke it out of my church warden. Yeah. And I didn't even think about bringing it. I wish I did, because that's what I usually smoke. Well, it. I haven't broke out the, Why? the old Why do you gen. like it in the uh, church warden? I like it because the, the, the length of the stem cools it down, and you get more of that mocha flavor. Mm. Uh, where I feel like if you smoke it out of a shorter pipe, uh, you lose some of that mocha flavor. 
Yeah. Uh, you get more of like uh, more of the tobacco notes mm -hmm. instead of like the mocha. And being a candy man, you want the mocha. mocha. Mm -hmm. How do you think it goes with the um, bourbon? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Something that I didn't really notice when I was smoking the Liga mm -hmm. is it kind of gives you almost a sweeter, deeper mm -hmm. chocolate note. Like right in the finish, is there's a, there's a, and obviously it's to me it makes the drink sweeter. Yeah, I mean it it makes the drink sweeter, but there's a really deep, deep chocolate note in the finish, right in the kind of the mm -hmm. back of your throat and your tongue, right in the back of your palate. Mm -hmm. It's like a really dark chocolate tone right there, right in the back of it. It's really nice. Yeah, when you draw on the pipe after drinking, yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm getting. I totally, totally agree with that. Oh. Yeah, that's very, very good. That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I mean, they play well together. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's very pleasant. Well, yeah. I'm very, I'm not shocked because Jeremy does a damn good job of blending mm -hmm. his tobaccos. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is... A master, yeah, and and it's just a it's it's beautiful. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing, Jeremy. If you're watching, I love you. Now I feel like I have to explain why I'm so freaking off tonight. Um, Go ahead, let the people yeah, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know because I want to talk about some stuff related to it anyway. Um, so we had a round of thunderstorms come in uh, mm. last week, Friday. Thunder now, right now, and. Um, Around where I lived, uh, it was particularly bad, and there were a lot of people, including myself, who lost power. And um, um, we didn't have power for uh, over 24 hours. It was about wow. 30 hours uh, that we, we didn't have power. And um, we ended up uh, that night, uh, because I had to work Saturday, and we were meeting with friends, and... Um, it just, it, there's a hotel right next door, yep. which has a great rate if you're with twins. So it was like just about half off, um, for me. So we went and got a room, stayed there and that was fun for the family. And we were able to stay in an air conditioned place. And, you know, if it weren't so stinking humid and hot and sticky, probably would have made it work. I mean, we have a generator in the house, but you, there's only so many things you can hook up to it. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, uh, so we went there and um, we were supposed to have power restored um, the next morning. Then it was that afternoon. And then they were saying Sunday. Oh, and now I, I'm uh, working as a uh, what they're calling a bridge pastor somebody who's, you know, working as a pastor at a church between pastors for that church and uh, down in Watertown, Mass Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided that instead of trying to make things work at my house and instead of spending more money on the hotel, I would go down to a, uh, one of my friends who goes to this church in Watertown and, and stay the night there. So, you know, bad night's sleep the night before. The, the kids in the hotel, they had my wife and girls, they loved things cold. Okay? <laughs> they had that thing. The, the, the hotel had to be like 60 degrees. I Oof. mean, it was, you know, <laughs> an air cold. conditioned 60 degrees is, is cold. Mm -hmm. And on the, the bed that, that I was in, you know, there was it was one king size bed. They brought up one of those trundles, you know, that you, which is fine. It was perfect for me, but it was like one blanket, <laughs> and Danny and needed, it was like Danny needed like three blankets. I like woke up in the middle of the night, freezing. <laughs> I actually got dressed and went back to bed, and, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm now I'm kind of comfortable, and I don't have to get dressed in the morning. There you go. You, know? you just roll out of bed, you know? and and uh, but bad night's sleep that night then you know had a big huge pipe club here at work on saturday yeah then um drove down to to watertown 
didn't get there until like nine o'clock, mm. you know, get settled in, you know, talk. So it, it happened to be some guys came over to smoke cigars. I brought cigars, mm. you know, so we, we had a good time doing that. But, you know, and even though I had my stuff, you know, you're in a new place, new bed. It's different. It's mm -hmm. I just didn't sleep all that great. And then, you know, you go and do the, the church the next morning. The church was hot. It was stuffy, you know, and so everything was off. I didn't have my time to prepare like I like. I wasn't able to do any of my normal routines. Everything was just, and so I got here today, and even though I, ha I got a, a solid eight hours last night, it just was like not enough. You were still and off. And just, uh, just off. Everything was off, and I'm still off, and I can't even say 724. It pisses me off. Oh, you said it right there. <laughs> I did. I did. But it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's interesting how, you know, I, I'm, one of the things I'm, I'm, I've been learning about myself is that I'm very much a creature of routine. And if I can't have my routine, things get anxious. Yeah. You, know, you start messing like up. You start, I don't like you losing start messing my routine up, either. You know, especially when it's unplanned. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 <laughs> well, do you uh, ever plan to screw up your routine, Dave? Well, you know, it's if always you, unplanned. If you, plan, if you plan to like go on vacation or something like that, or you plan to like go out for the night you know, and you break your normal routine, like that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but like when you lose electricity, you have to go there and stuff like that. Yeah. That would yeah. frustrate the crap. You know, out and of like, you know, I, I got to church. I, I, made, I made sure I was there early so I could have time again to prepare. But because I wasn't at my house and didn't think about everything because I was all flustered. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my keys to the church. Oh. The people who were supposed to open the church that morning were late. So it, it was, so I'm sitting in my car and it just, just didn't feel it, right. It just wasn't, wasn't right. So wasn't you're hot, right. you're sticky. And your car you know, doesn't have AC. And my car doesn't have AC. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, even though you're, you're, all set and ready to go got your shower you're all clean when oh. you leave house by the time you get there it's like oh this is starting to get wet oh but i'll be able to go into the church no couldn't go into the church and just uh it was just bad mm. and um i went home you know after all that and uh got into my <laughs> recliner made sure the ac was on and i just sat there comatose for like two and a half hours <laughs> oh my gosh it was so bad oh man so bad but you know what do you what do you guys do when 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 you lose power at your house mm. or whatever you know a you know is, is that something you, you end up making like a fun time for yourself or something are, are you all prepared for it are you freaking out when that happens what what do you guys do when you lose power? Oh, nothing, really. Nothing. I mean, there was, I can't remember. Most of the time that I lose power, it's during the day, and I'm here. Mm. So our fridges and our freezers are good for at least at least 48 hours mm -hmm. um, to keep everything cold. So, I mean, not really worried there. Um but if it's like hot, heavy, hot and hazy and stuff like that, the dog's got no AC, so it's a mm -hmm. little bit worrisome there. Um, but as far as that is concerned, like if me and the wife are home, mm -hmm. I don't know, we'll probably break out a board game or something. You know what I mean? The only other time that we've lost, we didn't lose power. We ran out of oil, mm. and it was like the coldest night. It was the cold, one of the coldest nights, and I was here, and I was just closing up, and the wife's like, there's no hot water. Or she's like, I just took a shower, and there was just enough hot water, and it was going cold. And I was like, no. So I rushed home, looked at the, the level on the tank, mm -hmm. and it was nothing. <laughs> I mean, it was running on fumes. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was, I mean, it was... It was snowing. It was probably, I think it was like negative two out. Mm -hmm. And I had no clue what to do, which mm -hmm. now I do. I, I I can go to the gas station and get diesel. Yep. And, and I called that night 
to do an emergency to have somebody come out and do an emergency fill, I called every company in New Hampshire and in Massachusetts, and nobody said that they'd be able to come out that wow. night. And everybody was like, oh, we're like next day, day after, because mm. that was happening to everybody mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, And I called one guy, and he's like, Nick, he's like, I can't get out there tonight, but I can get out there in the morning. He's like, you know what to do? Just go and get diesel. I'm like, what do I do with diesel? He's like, man, you can fill your tank with diesel. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. Same, it's the exact same stuff, only color. Different color, yeah. yeah. And they, they, they do a different color, so I didn't know. So mm-hmm. I went out and got, like, two gallons, two or three gallons. Of, no, I got, like, five gallons of diesel to get us through the night. Mm-hmm. And um, he came out the next – he came out literally. He was there at eight, 8 in the morning. He filled the tank. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, that was – that was pretty bad. I'll never let it get that low again. I'll no. never, never get it that low again. Yep. No, I remember running into that when I was on oil. I'm mm. on propane now. Check it out. So same kind of thing. But but check it out. Hold on, Dave. But check it out. This, what was it? It was actually, yes, this past time that I went in July to Puerto Rico, they had a small storm, but nothing crazy, but it was in the eastern part of the island and we lost power at the house and we lost power for a day and a half and we still had water and stuff but i mean there was no power there was no ac we couldn't turn on the fans and it was hot that sucked i mean getting getting drunk in a cool house is nice Mm -hmm. but getting drunk I mean, in a hot house, it sucks. And we did. We lost power at night, and there was no fans. I mean, no fans, no Didn't AC. You guys have, no... like, couldn't you guys go swimming or something? Or? So what we well, we could have done that, but what we did is we everybody went outside to the deck because the house inside was so hot. Outside felt really cool. Mm. So I slept in the hammock. My wife went in, um, went back to bed. And I slept in the hammock, and I got eaten alive by mosquitoes, dude. <laughs> I was destroyed. My legs, my mm. arms. Oh, my God. It sucked so bad. Literally. Oh, my, yeah, it did. <laughs> Literally, they did. They did a number on me. But that was the you, that was the worst you, time of ever lo- losing. Uh, you, you just helped the population of mosquitoes yeah, by a billion. Yeah, I know. All the, all the pre-workout that they must have uh, <laughs> the, ingested. They're like, oh my god, let's go! A whole bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger mosquitoes. Yeah, I know. They're Thanks. all they're Thanks. all lifting people up and <laughs> putting them down. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But yeah, that would that was that was one of the worst times ever. About as far as losing losing power was in Puerto Rico, and it was just miserable. I mean, and and down there too. Like, I mean, you can't. You can't keep the fridge open. I mean, the fridge is down there. I mean, because it's so hot. You're, if you're getting like a beer or something like that, make sure you get like ten beers and then close the fridge real quick because I mean, the humidity and the heat will just suck just, it away. You, exactly. As soon as you open it up, it just sucks out all the cold air. It's crazy. So you know, you just got to be really careful and conscious. Most of your drinks are gonna be you're drinking warm beer or I don't care. I'm drinking warm whiskey and stuff too, so I don't care. But yeah. yeah. What about you, Dave? Yeah, you know, just play board games or something like that. Yep. Read a book. Yep. Can read a book. Yeah. Read a book. What about when it's uh, dark, Dave? Uh, tablet. Got my tablet, which is nice. The battery lasts forever. I freaking love it. I. I I probably I probably charge that tablet that we use for the show like once a month. Like it just the battery on that thing. I mean, it's just insane. I'm like I don't know how big the battery is, but it must be ginormous because it just doesn't. I can play you can play Xbox on it and stream it, and it'll go. go. I'll play it for a couple hours and it'll go down by like ten percent. You know, it's crazy good. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. We had an ice storm a few years back. Remember Ooh. this in March? Yeah, I A few do. years back. Um, that was another big power loss for mm. a lot of people. And we didn't have power for almost a week. Yeah. And um, 
that oh, was man. one of the times I was real glad that uh, the house was built in the 1780s. Yeah, you can just throw some fireplaces on, exactly, right? Exactly. The, the house was designed to be heated, heated by, fireplace. by fireplace. And so we we uh, did things that way. We cooked over the fires and and everything. And, you know, the first first day or two yeah, but of that. Yeah, your fireplaces were meant to be cooked in, too. So it's yep, easy yeah. to do that. Well, you know, the first first couple nights we did that, the girls were all like, oh, this is great. This is like, <laughs> playing, you know, this is like right out of Little House on the Prairie we're or glamping. something. <laughs> and and uh, by day three, they were like, uh, "This, uh, this sucks. I'm, I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done with this. This sucks. Yeah, I don't want any more cast iron food." Um, I mean, as long I could have, I could have done it forever. Yeah, know, as long as it's food, man. You know, give me steak, care. sausage. Egg, you know, you cooking that over the the oh, fire. That's oh, that's, that's that so beautiful. Good. It was great. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, yep. man. But uh, but that was tough. I think we, you know, it was, I think it was five days, five and a half days without any power. Yeah, a lot of people and lost. And nobody it, had any power, so. Yep. I think since I moved to Derry, I think I've lost power for at most maybe a half a day. Yeah. Well, Derry has a pretty good grid. I mean, well, they have our, a hospital there, so let's Well, go. yeah, you have to have the infrastructure has got to be on point. But, I mean, like the police whole, department is down the street from I think guys. everything on my street is underground. So. Yes, well, you are near, I mean, all the shopping mall. I mean, Walmart's there. You got Hannaford's. You got the, right all, the liquor Walmart. store. Yeah, I mean, you, you're right there. So, I mean, you're in a good you're in a good spot. I mean, for the people that are on the outskirts of, of Derry and London Derry when they're in the woods, I mean. Oh, you don't have to go far, man, before you start hitting the no, woods. No, right. Yeah. And that for us, too, because we live where we live, we live pretty deep in the woods, too. So, I mean, our grid is is it's weird because it would be like like the other day you know this friday danny lost power i didn't lose power because i was checking my cameras and everything in the house and i'm like well, we didn't lose power mm -hmm. so but it'd be sometimes the wind would be there would be a slight breeze coming through and would lose power for an hour it's crazy <laughs> i don't know the grid over there is really crazy but it's like it's nuts because i remember one time in the morning I woke up to go to the gym, and I was going to the gym in Epping, and I had power. We had the lights on and everything, and I drive down the street, and nothing is on. I mean, there's trees down, there's lines down, and people had no power. You can hear the generators while you're driving, and it's like, what the hell happened here? Like, it's mm -hmm. crazy, because mm -hmm. I had power. My next-door neighbor had power, mm -hmm. so it's just it's weird that way. The town is very weird, so I'm grateful. Yep. I'm grateful. Yep. What's the final thoughts here on the uh, pipe tobacco? It's damn good, man. This is, I mean. It's definitely my it's favorite aromatic. It smells. That we have. The room note smells like mm -hmm. an aromatic, but you, when you're smoking it, you're like. You can taste that. Yeah. That well, that's Dominican what I mean. Tobacco. It's like, the, this is like, you actually get to taste what you're smelling mm -hmm. of the room name, you know? And it's it's so nice. Mm. <sighs> Somebody's tired. Yep. I'm tired. We're all tired. We're all. It's all past our bedtime. <laughs> oh wow! It's all past yeah, our bedtime. I, I, it's it's true today. Mm. I'll let you know that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm excited about next week. We're gonna do the um, Aroa Dark 1118. I had that cigar the other day. It was pretty damn good. It was pretty good. Yep. And we're gonna be doing a Kendall Dark mm. uh, Classic Cut, which is a shag. Um, yeah, baby. And um, not new, of course, from God with Hogarth, but new right. to us, new to twins. Yep. And so it's kind of, you know, looking at the, the two dark things next week. Mm. Dark friends. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a dark episode. It's going to be a dark it's episode. probably going to be dark week. out. <laughs> see, if we can, see if we can maybe get some dark rum. And that would be good. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. See if mm. we got some dark rum up there. We'll have to look at that. Yes. We're going to go look and see what we got for dark rum. But that's it for tonight. And we'll see you next week, next Monday. And that is not just blowing smoke. Stay smoky, my friends. Yeah, for better or worse. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. 
You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down smoke.